boom boom pop 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 boom boom pop 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 boom boom pop 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 ding hello and welcome to the next episode of matt and todd go to the movies quarantine edition the podcast where matt and todd watch a movie on netflix uh using a top 100 list that we found and then we use a random number generator to find the movie and then we watch it and we talk about it and we share our thoughts with you the public but we also welcome your thoughts as well i am todd domer and i'm matt malloy and yes welcome to this episode where we will be uh talking about a film uh once again um so before we get into that too far uh we will talk about our sponsor we welcomed them last time, although I think the audio was not that great when we were doing the sponsorship part. So today we will endeavor to have better uh, reading during that time. Uh, and You're sounding good right now, Matt. So Yes, I feel confident. I'm seeing my, my voice levels are in the, in the orange area on, on our recording program. So hopefully this will work out. So yes, we have a sponsor. Uh, our first sponsor, and uh, that sponsor is the Santa Fe Writers Project, or SFWP for short. SFWP is an independent publishing house that has been helping authors and books connect with the world for 22 years with a wide range of fiction and creative nonfiction. The founder, director, and friend to the podcast, Andrew Gifford, has offered 25% off to all our listeners when you order direct through his website, sfwp.com just use the coupon code movies when you check out that's m-o-v-i-e-s as a coupon code for 25% off any books thank you to the Santa Fe Writers Project for helping make the magic happen here at Matt and Todd go to the movies everyone go support a small business and buy some books yay that, sound, that sounded wonderful Good. I'm so glad. I was not happy with our our last uh, our last <laughs> sponsorship read. So, on to the movie portion of this podcast. Um, we used random number generator uh, number ten was the random number, and that came out to be somewhere in the in the beginning of the alphabet. In fact, the B's. And we watched a movie called Blue Ruin. Uh, this yeah. is not a movie I'd ever heard of before. Me neither. Uh, and I can't say that I recognized anyone who was in it either. It uh, it seemed fairly fairly no names and fairly um, an unknown film. So I believe it was from 2013. I could be wrong on that year, but I think um, you're correct, actually. Okay. Um, so what's this all about? Well. It's about, there's a guy we, we sort of beat at the beginning of the film. He's he's definitely down on his luck. He looks like he's living in, I think he's actually living in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Um, is We did a little bit of research while we were watching the movie and, and figured that out. Um, and so it's, it's set in that area. Um, well, the beginning of the movie. Anyway. So the guy's down on his luck. He's sort of, he's he's uh, homeless, living in his car, basically, really old, junky kind of car. Um, and he gets some news that 
somebody's getting out of jail and this person uh, killed his parents. Uh, so he's uh, frustrated by this and makes some plans to go exact revenge. And then kind of the, the rest of the movie is interaction between him trying to um, trying to get at this guy and subsequently trying to uh, deal with the guy's family. So it's like a family situation um, of, of bad guys, I guess you want to say, uh, who, who know about the, the murders that happened and the guy who went to prison. Um, and so the movie's kind of a, it's a thriller. It goes back and forth. Um, there's lots of scenes of people sitting in houses waiting for things to happen and other people coming into the houses. And, um, you, you, you try to try to figure out what actually, uh, what actually went down with the murders and, and who's in the right and who's in the wrong. And that's, that's what the movie unfolds. Yes. So, what did you think, Todd? Uh, well, first, a couple of uh, uh, comments to clear up some of the things you said. The rundown car was a Pontiac Bonneville. And I only know that because I had a Bonneville for a while. And every time I saw the car, I was like, oh, look at that, a Bonneville. Mine was white, his was blue, no big deal. So, and then I know I recognized two people in this movie. I recognized the main character, but just in those kind of like, who's that guy? He looks so familiar. After I have to IMDb him. He was besides other things that I've seen in him. The I think the most recent thing was he was in The Hunt, the movie we watched in theaters and reviewed. Oh, I'm not sure if he was a hunter or hunted. But because I he definitely I don't feel like he has a memorable part in that movie, but I do remember it, like just one of those faces. And then there was another guy in the, in the movie who I was like, I know that guy. I've definitely seen him or something. So um, outside of that, I think my last comment transitions nicely into how I felt about this movie, which was. I think there could have been a, a a really solid movie in this if it was with better actors is kind of where I'm landing uh, for this movie. It's just like, it's to me, it's a, it's a very interesting story and it's also incredibly slow, which is not inherently bad if you have actors who can carry that story if it's very slow, but I didn't really feel like they had those actors to do that in this movie. So I was bored a good amount of the movie because like you said, there's just a lot of waiting in this movie. So you have this down on his luck or honestly, it kind of made it out to be like, this is the life he's just chosen to be poor or whatever and live in Rehoboth beef beach. And you have this guy get out of prison and then really honestly in the first 20 minutes he meets up with that guy and then he kills him which is not really a spoiler because the movie is really about the guy who he killed's family and this guy who we're following so that starts this like weird cat and mouse game of like 
Family's after him. He might not be down with the family. There's some okay acting, but I think it would have been a lot better if it had better acting going on. So, um, honestly, I really just felt like this was a missed opportunity because I was really digging the story, but it just wasn't it wasn't carried across well for me to continue to really care about the story. Like I was, I was like there, but I was let down. The only real part of the film that I was like, that I I was like, this is a masterpiece. What I'm watching right now is that at some point he takes an arrow to the leg. Like someone shoots him with an arrow, our main character. And then he goes to, like a, a drugstore and buy some like gauze uh, you know stuff that you need to clean a wound and then he's got some pliers and like he's setting up this elaborate thing where you're like and the entire time I'm thinking to myself is he going to dig that arrow out himself like well, and I was like really frustrated because I was like why does he know like there's nothing in this movie that makes me believe he can do this and then he tries to do it, and then the next scene just is a smash cut, and he's in the, like he goes to the hospital, and he's like, "I need help with my leg." And I thought that was just a very funny, good, stellar part of the movie. And then that was about it for what really spoke out to me. So that's interesting because uh, I really liked his conversation with the clerk too, where he's paying for all this stuff. He's got all this this paraphernalia. Yeah. And, it, and he's bloody. He's, and like, and he's handing him like bloody money, and the clerk kind of looks at him, and he's like, "Yeah, I just, well, uh, and then he just okay." Walks and then he just leaves. <laughs> it was kind of a funny moment as well. Like that kind of like five to seven, eight minute stretch was the best part of the film to me. Like, it just was like it. It touches on things that I hate for sometimes these type of movies which is characters who don't know how to do stuff magically knowing how to do stuff like if he was able to take that I mean he got everything he was going to sew his leg shut I mean he got all that stuff ready to go and then it was like nope I can't do this so I thought that was like a very entertaining masterful scene in this very who cares incredibly slow burn movie so I, I I mean, if you have Netflix, maybe watch it. If you feel like watching a slow burn and maybe like more of a kind of psychological thriller is your, is your uh, forte, but I don't know. I don't know if I can willingly say everyone should watch this movie. And that's where I'm going to end, unless you want me to keep rambling. No, no, it's all good. I'm ready to go. So, right. uh, I... Uh, it sounds like maybe I liked it a little bit more than you did. Um, it was very slow. And I'll agree with you that the acting was not uh, was not really the strongest in this movie. But I can say that I was I cared about the characters, especially the main character. I really wanted to see how things turned out and see the resolution. More than I have in probably the last couple movies that we've watched. Um, I thought that the story drew me in a little bit more. And I cared about the characters a little bit more to try and figure out 
what is what is the resolution here and what's going on? Um, sure. And I think some of that, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like the whole he doesn't he tries to do all this stuff and he doesn't really know how to do it. Um, that comes up again later. He sort of meets up with a high school friend and tries to get some uh, tries to get a gun from from his friend and his friend is very into guns and, and yeah um anyway things go sideways and his friend has to step in and sort of help save the day uh with with guns gunmanship because because the main <laughs> character kind of bo- botches um the simplest thing um yes so there's there's i i think that's kind of a recurring theme is that this guy is really in over his head and he's really acting a lot on emotion and just trying to trying to do the next thing and and get his revenge on uh this family so uh would i recommend the film i guess i would say it's an interesting watch maybe for for a friday night or something on netflix and sure you can try it out see what you think um very so, true. yeah that's that's where i'll leave it we like to hear your thoughts on the matter yeah i just like i like i said i think there was a missed opportunity here as far as just if you had some better actors like because i thought the story was just so intriguing and especially since like like i said it's like it's almost dealing with the fallout if he gets his revenge basically one of the first things that happens in the movie and then it's this kind of evolving story from there of what that means basically and all that kind of stuff so it just kind of for me it just fell apart with the acting but i didn't hate it definitely wouldn't say that so all right how many uh how many uh, pitchforks. Would you give this movie? Uh yes. The yeah. the the pitchfork plays a role. In this movie. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say <clears throat> I'm gonna go two point nine pitchforks out of five for this film. Um, I I thought it was a little better than average, and you know. Other stuff detracted from it getting into even a higher score, but uh, I feel like it was above average enough to, to say, hey, maybe give it a watch and um, and and not be too disappointed. So that's yeah. that's where I'm going to sit, uh, 2.9, and yeah, leave it at that. What about you? I think I'm going to land at 2.2. Like, I think the story was very intriguing, which, you know, kind of had me sucked in through the whole movie, but it just, it was hard at points because of the acting. And then also something that I forgot that just popped in my mind is that the main actor looks way too much like uh, the guy who plays Boyle on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I just, like, kept seeing him. Like they look very similar, but I don't know. I don't really feel like I should I should deduct from the movie for that. That's that's my own fault. But I'm gonna stick with the two point two. Fair enough. Pitchforks. 
pitchforks. Well, that then will wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed the movie Blue Ruin, uh, starring no one you've really heard of. Um, Sorry, people. Sorry, people people. doing things. Um, I think we landed on an average of 2.55 pitchforks out of five pitchforks. Mm. So, nice. you know, uh, just a smidge above average is our, our, our rating. Uh, so this is not a must-watch. This is a, hey, you want to check out something might be interesting. You like thrillers. Friday night special on Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. We're all not really doing anything. So True. There's not really a reason why you wouldn't watch this movie, so... True story. Well, so that'll wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening. Hopefully in the near future we'll be out of quarantine and and, and back at the movie theater. Uh, don't know how quickly that'll happen, but hope it's soon. So keep on listening. Until then, hang on with us. Stay strong. Be safe. And we'll see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.